Pastor Ray Bentley points out the important choice we each have. You and I have the ability to choose whom we will serve. You're either going to serve God or you're going to end up serving the devil. But either way, you got to serve somebody. And what Joshua is exhorting with a lifetime worth of experience and passion is he is saying, so I exhort you, choose the Lord. Spread the news of his people coming down before the King. Welcome to Maranatha Radio with Pastor Ray Bentley. Maranatha, bringing the message of Christ's soon return, the whole gospel to the whole world. The Lord hardwired us with free will, but so many of our choices are consequential. Our most consequential choice is whom we decide to serve. Today, we'll see it's the same choice faced by the children of Israel in the time of Joshua. Pastor Ray takes us right to today's text as we begin our study. All right, so Joshua chapter 23. This is the first life lesson out of the first two verses. There are two opposed kingdoms at war, and we are the prize. Let me read you the first couple of verses, and we'll start talking about it. It says, Now it came to pass, a long time after the Lord had given rest to Israel from all their enemies round about, that Joshua was old and advanced in age. And Joshua called for all of Israel and for their leaders, their heads, their judges, their officers, and said to them, hey, I am old and advanced in age. And he really began at that point to give his farewell address. He goes, soon I'm going to be going on into the kingdom, just says Moses. He says, but I want to share with you my heart. And having assembled all the leadership, he began to share with them. And what we're going to see in the next uh, few moments is that he basically said, guys, there are only two paths. There's no third way, fourth way, fifth way, or any other way. And he says, either you will obey the Lord and follow him, and he will bless you and keep you in the land, and you'll be fruitful and multiply, and everything you could have ever dreamed of will be fulfilled in your lives on into the future. That's road number one. Or road number two, you can disobey him, and he will judge you, and he will remove you from the land of blessing. Now, ultimately, both of those are because he loves us. The same choices are before us today. Either we as a generation will love God, obey him, walk with him, know him, and experience his will for our lives, or we can reject him and we will have consequences. This is how the Apostle Paul wrote this very reality to the church of Ephesus in the early church. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. There is a spiritual reality going on, and and it's literally right around us and everywhere in every aspect of life. And there's different rankings. These are fallen angels who followed the devil when he originally led a rebellion against God. And apparently from the bits and pieces the prophets uh, tell us, as God the Spirit inspired them, 
Lucifer said, I'm going to rebel. I'm going to be like God. I'm going to have people worship me. He goes, how many of you angels are with me? I'm paraphrasing. But one third of the angels said, we're with the devil. And they rebelled and have been in rebellion against God until now. There's different rankings of them. There's principalities, powers, rulers, and spiritual hosts of wickedness. So when we look at our world around us today, our true enemies, listen carefully, are not other people, but Satan and his demons. Ephesians calls it a spiritual war. And guess what? We have no choice in participating. You're in it. If you're a human being and you're alive and you got a pulse, you're in the spiritual battle. And what Joshua was saying was he was warning God's children, be careful, beware, don't be lied to, don't be deceived uh, to these pagans that we have now conquered in the name of the Lord because their ways, their beliefs, uh, their, behind their idols are demonic strongholds that will bring destruction to you. So that's what Joshua wanted to do. He wanted to bring them a kind of a farewell warning. Uh, so we are the prize in this battle that's going on. Okay, we'll go to the next life lesson, get ready for that. But let's read verses three and four. In verse three he says, now you, speaking all the 12 tribes, have seen with your own eyes all that the Lord your God has done to all these nations because of you. And, you know, you're my children, and I went with you. For the Lord your God is he who has fought for you. See, I have divided to you by law these nations that remain to be an inheritance for your tribes from the Jordan with all the nations that I have cut off as far as the great sea eastward. So what Joshua is saying is, hey, you guys were delivered from these enemies and delivered from these idols and delivered from these strongholds and delivered from these demonic realms by the day of the Lord. So here's what these verses are saying to us. The Lord always fights for us and delivers us from our enemies. We have been delivered by God. We have been radically delivered from lies, from deceit, from demons, from strongholds. From the day that they left Egypt, they could not take the credit for the victories they had. God delivered them from the most powerful nation in the world at the time, Egypt. They had been slaves. Uh, They had spent 400 years until finally they were just barely alive and, and just as slaves in Egypt, and God delivered them from that. That becomes a metaphor in the new covenant that we were slaves to Satan, slaves to our fleshly desires, slaves to the devil, and God came and delivered us with a powerful, mighty hand, and he saved us, and he gave us hope, and he gave us a new future, and that same God who delivered Israel from the enemies of their past could know that he will deliver them from their enemies in the future. In verse three, he says, Joshua says to them, for the Lord your God is he who has fought for you. Listen very carefully to this. The supernatural world is real. There is a real spiritual dimension. There's a holy side, and that's, by the way, where the vast majority of angels actually are. Numerically, there are more angels faithful and loyal to God than those against him. But don't underestimate the devil. That's the great mistake people make. They give him too much power, like he's, you know, the opposite of God, which he is not. He's limited in where and what he can be and do. 
but at the same time, you can't take him for granted. He's real, and he has a powerful purpose, and he is like a snake waiting and to set you up to rob you of your marriage, of your relationships, your friendships, your children, your life. He'll give you the prize, and then he'll steal your soul. It's a powerful reminder to God's people today as we read the Word of God that God is trustworthy and we need Him to deliver us from all our enemies. Can I hear an amen on that? Okay, so look with me in verses 5 through 10. And the Lord your God will expel them from before you and drive them out of your sight, so you shall possess their land, as the Lord your God promised you. Now, therefore, be very courageous, Joshua said. Interesting. He's exhorting the whole new young generation. You've got to be courageous. Well, guess what? That's the first word God gave to him when he was a young man, when he was leading the nation back in Joshua chapter 1. So he learned about being courageous from God. Now he's passing it on to the young people of the next generation. Therefore, be very courageous to keep and to do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses, lest you turn aside from it to the right hand or to the left, and lest you go among these nations, these who remain among you. You shall not make mention of the name of their gods. Don't even say the name of these other gods and idols or put them on your lips, nor cause anyone to swear by them. You shall not serve them. And listen, nor shall you bow down to them. When you start giving into a lie, when you start giving into a demonic spirit, the next thing that they want is they want you to bow to them and obey them and make you their slave. Do not serve them. They will try to make you bow down to them, but you shall hold fast to the Lord your God. Hold fast to the Lord your God. I'm gonna comment on that in just a moment, but let me finish. As you have done to this day, for the Lord has driven out from before you great and strong nations, demonic strongholds. But as for you, no one has been able to stand against you to this day. One man of you shall chase a thousand, for the Lord your God is he who fights for you as he promised you. All right, so he is exhorting the people. He says, hold fast to the Lord. <laughs> now, let me, let me just share this with you. We have been delivered by God. And when God saves his children, not only with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, and Joshua, but when he saves his children today, he grabs you. And believe me, he reaches into the kingdom of darkness where we were lost and without hope. And you have been pulled out and delivered by the grip and the holding fast of Almighty God. All Joshua is saying is, now that you've been grabbed by the Lord and pulled out of the darkness, he says, hold back onto him. In other words, we learn how to hold onto the Lord by how much he grips us. Hallelujah. Just like a little child holds on to mom and dad. Pastor Ray Bentley will have more of today's study in just a moment. In the past few months at Maranatha Radio, so many listeners have shared comments on what Pastor Ray's teaching has meant to them. Bless you, Pastor Ray. You ignited my soul in ways I could not have imagined and blessed me with a deepened love for the Bible. You made scripture come to life. Bless your family. 
Dear Lord, bring his family, especially his wife, Vicki, peace. Praise God, Ray is home. Although he's gone home, his teachings continue here on the radio thanks to the support from listeners like you. If you'd like to partner with Ray Bentley Ministries and Maranatha Radio, just go to our website at www.raybentley.com. That's raybentley.com. And now more of today's message from Pastor Ray Bentley. Uh, this is the next life lesson I want you to do. We have the ability to choose whom we will serve. You know, Bob Dylan wrote a song called You Gotta Serve Somebody. You're either gonna serve God or you're gonna end up serving the devil. But either way, you gotta serve somebody. God has given you individually the power, the authority, the right to choose whom you will believe in, whom you will follow, whom you will trust, what you will accept, what you will reject. You and I have the ability to choose whom we will serve. And what Joshua is exhorting with a lifetime worth of experience and passion is he is saying, so I exhort you, choose the Lord. There are only two paths, blessing or cursing. You know, God gave us choice, but to me it's kind of obvious. What do you want? You want life or do you want death? Do you want to be blessed or do you want to be cursed? How many choose life? Choose life. How many choose blessing over being cursed? So that's what we have the ability to choose, and that's what we must choose. And I love it. So what does it mean to choose the Lord and hold on to him? Hold on to his word. I exhort, I encourage that each of you have your own personal relationship with God. I hope that you don't only read the Bible when you come to church, but that you read it every single day. As you read the Word of God, you get to know God, and you get to know His character and His nature. It is through the Word of God that we finally get to know the God of the Word. As you begin actually following Him, believing that what He says is true, you will find this is the word of a father to his children, and what he is saying is to you, hey, son, 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 listen to me. This is very serious. It's life or death. It's, you know, a choice of blessing and curse. And I'm not going to force you, but I am raising you with love. I want you to listen to my counsel and my advice. If you walk this way, which is his word, he says, you will find everything you could have ever hoped for, everything you ever dreamed of in being fulfilled as a man or as a woman or as a son or as a daughter of my creation, everything that you were ever made for, you'll find your destiny. You'll find your eternal purpose if you follow right here. There's lots of pressure to conform to this world all around us, trying to force us and conform us into its standards. But listen, as someone has said, any dead fish can flow downstream. It takes a living fish to go against the tide, to go against the current, and you know those fish that they swim, it gives them life. It means you are alive. So do not follow the pressures, do not conform to what the world's standard is, and they'll yell at you and scream at you and make you feel bad and all the rest of it. You just stand where you are and say, you know what, I, I got a dad in heaven and he's told me otherwise. 
and you will bear in your life and in your relationships and in your marriages and within your children and everything around you will become blessed and fruitful. So follow God's word and be strong and be courageous. We are like gardeners. We're to be gardeners of our soul. God created Adam and Eve and the first place he put us was on top of a mountain. So we have a great view. And then he put us in a garden. Now the thing about being a gardener is you've got to pull the weeds. You've got to pull them up by the roots. We as gardeners have a responsibility. We have a choice to remove each weed and each lie. And then taking care to tend the soil around the seeds of God's truth, his promises, 7,000 of them in the Bible, that are all good and that are all right and that are all true and that bring nothing but untold and unmeasured blessings into your life. Moses put it this way as he stated to the nation back in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 19 and 20. This is how it all boils down. Let's read this scripture out loud together. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live, that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice, and that you may cling to him, for he is your life and the length of your days, and that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give them. Choose the Lord, and choose to follow and serve him. Last life lesson, verses 11 through 16. And um, let's go ahead and read beginning in verse 11. It says, therefore, take careful heed to yourselves that you love the Lord your God. You have to be intentional and choose. I'm going to start loving God <laughs> and loving him back. Or else, if indeed you do, go back and cling to the remnant of these nations, these that remain among you, and make marriages with them, and go into them, and them to you. In other words, you compromise. It means more than marriage. It means accepting their lifestyle, their ways, their, their traditions, their beliefs, their idols, their gods, their demons, then know for certain that the Lord your God will no longer drive out these nations from before you. And here's what will happen to them. They, idols, the whole deal, shall be snares to you and then traps to you. You know what a trap is? It doesn't spring until you weren't looking and then you're trapped. And scourges on your sides and thorns in your eyes. Man, that's a graphic picture, the most sensitive part of our body. He goes, that's what, if you follow these ways, customs, lifestyles, and gods, and demons, until you perish from the good land which the Lord your God has given you. Behold this day, I am going the way of all the earth. He's getting ready physically to die, but into his reward. And you know in all your hearts and in all your souls that not one thing has failed of all the good things which the Lord your God spoke concerning you. God's kept every promise he made. All have come to pass for you. Not one word of them has failed. Therefore it shall come to pass that as all the good things have come upon you which the Lord your God promised you, so the Lord will bring upon you, if you choose to go the other path, harmful things until he has destroyed you from his good land which the Lord your God has given you. When you have transgressed the covenant of the Lord your God which he commanded you and have gone and served other gods. Yes, there are other gods. Small g, idols, demons, 
fallen angels and bowed down to them. Then the anger of the Lord will burn against you. Now you're in league with demons, calling God a liar, and you shall perish quickly from the good land which he has given to you. So in this last few verses, the Lord gives us a powerful, loving warning to avoid future dangers. Read with me Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Let's read this. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It's a sharp two-edged sword. The two edges, one edge is there to feed your spirit and to bring a blessing. But if you're in a disobedience, that sword can pierce your heart to convict you and then maybe chasten you. Both the Father's blessings and his chastenings are evidence of his love. And you know, Jesus told a parable where there was a young man that said, man, my dad, old-fashioned, his ways, I'm going to go out, get my inheritance early, I'm going to have a good time. And he goes out, and he wastes all of his money, he loses his inheritance, he ends up working in a pigsty, and he's sitting thinking to himself a long, long way from home. He goes, I am living in a miserable, smelly place. He starts thinking about home. Man, my dad was good. And in fact, the way he pays and treats his servants, he goes, I know, because I can never go back as a son. I will go back to him and humble myself and say, Dad, I don't deserve it. I should be thrown out of the family. Just hire me as one of your servants, because the way you treat your servants is about seven steps higher than where I'm living right now. And the father he reached around, he threw a robe around his son, and he gave him a ring, and he hugged him, and he kissed him, and he threw a party. He says, no, 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 son. You're not coming back as my slave. You're my son, and I rejoice in you, and we're throwing a party, for you were lost, but now you are found. You've come home. And you know what Romans chapter 2, verse 4 says? It is the goodness of God that leads us to repentance and back into the arms of our dad. Amen. Amen. Let's bow our heads and let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you. Uh, may we hear, I mean, we did hear it. <laughs> Joshua's words were inspired by the Spirit of God, and they are the Word of God, and therefore they ring eternal. These words live. They hang in the air, not only from the past, but they hang in the air and are as true today as the day they were spoken, and they will be true not only tomorrow, but for all the rest of eternity, world without end into the future. I pray that someone somewhere will hear those words and know that they have the ring of truth, and they will choose to surrender their lives and of their own free will submit themselves to loving you, following you, believing in you, hearing your word, and then being blessed by their Father in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Pastor Ray Bentley with important words to close our study. And if you have questions about where you stand with the Lord, we invite you to read Pastor Ray's counsel on a special webpage. Go to raybentley.com and click the word about. Again, click about at raybentley.com. Now, today's study is titled, Make Your Choice. If you missed any part of the presentation, you can hear a replay on iTunes or at raybentley.com, raybentley.com. 
We hope you'll stop by our site today. When you're there, you can leave a few words in tribute to Pastor Ray's life and ministry. And under media, you'll notice three words, watch, radio, and Devo. Three ways to enjoy Pastor Ray's insights. Plus, click about and find out more about Pastor Ray and find out how you can come into a deeper relationship with the Lord. And at the bottom of the page, you can sign up to receive Pastor Ray's daily devotions via email free of charge. Plus, you'll find other spiritual growth books and resources from Pastor Ray, including his book called As the Days of Noah, a prophetic fiction novel. So many are enjoying the full series called The Elijah Chronicles. And RayBentley.com is always where you'll find the best deals on Pastor Ray's resources. You can also make a donation right there on the site. Your investments help bring the whole gospel to the whole world. Our mailing address is Maranatha Radio, 10752 Coastwood Road, San Diego, California, 92127. Well, next time, join Pastor Ray for more from our studies in the book of Joshua. More from God's Word next time on Maranatha Radio. Maranatha, bringing the message of Christ's soon return, the whole gospel to the whole world. Maranatha Radio with Pastor Ray Bentley is an outreach of Maranatha Chapel, 10752 Coastwood Road, San Diego, California, 92127.